Hello and welcome to Point Streak, a podcast where we talk everything gaming and the issues that concern gamers. We're all members and contributors at Enthusiacs.com, and thank you for joining us. Uh, you can follow us on our Twitter feed, at Enthusiacs, our YouTube channel where our video content resides, Simple Enthusiacs. Uh, I am Jeff, your host, or Baron Fang, and today I am joined by uh, Tony. Hey, Tony, how are Hello. you? I'm and, good. Uh, primarily uh, by our guest of honor, uh, Black Dragon himself, uh, Vernon. How are you, Vernon? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I am excellent. Uh, and uh, right up the top, uh, let's cover what we've been playing. Uh, how about you, Tony? Well, I think I've got a relatively tame list this week, so not to go too long. But uh, on the Xbox One, I've been playing Titanfall. I actually recently picked it up on sale. I thought now would be a good time to jump in since all the DLC is free. I figured people would be coming back. Nice. Uh, and been enjoying it for the price I paid for it, not if I paid 60 Um <laughs> Other than that, the uh, PS4 game that's free for subscribers this month is, uh, what is it, Oddworld New and Tasty, which is a remake of Abe's Odyssey. Also enjoying that. And uh, actually a little bit of uh, Plants vs. Zombies 2 on my phone. For whatever reason, I jumped back into that. But yeah, that's about a pretty, pretty tame list. Yeah. Uh, for myself, I've been playing pretty much nothing but Space Hulk the last two weeks, <laughs> so I've managed to work my way f- through the campaigns on that on Steam. like it a lot. It is, like everyone says, though, it is literally a digital representation of the board game. If you're expecting anything more than that, then expect to be disappointed. Uh, and I, I wasn't because I like the board game. So. Uh, how about you, Vernon? What have you been into? Um, on the Vita, I've been getting back into uh, Chrono Trigger. Um, fantastic game. Fantastic RPG. And um, let's see. On the PS3, um, my fiance and I have been taking turns on a Jack and Daxter trilogy. Uh, we're on the first game right now. Huh. And uh, I've been taking a little bit of a break from Clash of Clans, but I check in once in a while and my clan's doing a war right now. So good luck, guys. <laughs> um, well, we're, we'll get right to today's topic. Uh, normally on uh, Point Streak, when uh, Vernon is on, we're trying to keep the uh, Black Dragon reined in. Today, the Black Dragon will largely be taking the reins. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, this was an idea that originally had a ge- the genesis in sort of a, just a vid- short video idea, is that right? Or You know what, I wrote it, I wrote it all out, um, I recorded it, and I edited it down, and I'm just, I'm not happy with it, so, <laughs> and you had asked about a topic, and I was like, can I do this on your, well, on your show? I, you know, from what you've explained to me, it sounds like it could use a little room to breathe, longer than the usual, you know, four to five minutes sort of video framework you use, so. Yeah, uh, yeah. What we're talking about is uh, the idea for doing a game buying guide for 2015. And does that necessarily mean we'll be back in 2016 <laughs> to do the exact Possibly. same thing? Possibly. I mean, Possibly. maybe the industry will be uh, all sweetness and light and everyone will get along and everything will be great in 2016. We don't need it, but uh, I'm not betting on that. And I don't know about you guys. So, <laughs> uh, But yeah, uh, the idea was uh, Vernon had some tips suggestions guidelines whatever you want standards to call it. standards yeah uh um, and uh yeah. tony and i will be here to primarily yeah. be supportive and occasionally <laughs> be devil's advocate or uh, devil's advocate would be awesome yeah or just you know to uh you know discuss where these points deserve uh, deserve discussion because you know uh, it's not like uh it's not like we're not going to be on board with a lot of these ideas ourselves. We're but we're all consumers here, so. And we're not trying to tame the dragon, right? No, so we no, just we let no, him go. Let him. All right. This, you know. Uh, be free. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, 
2014, while lacking in actual exclusives for the next-gen consoles, was a, was very disappointing in regards to what was actually released. Um, from games that didn't live up to the, the hype that was generated for said games to the glitch-addled abominations that were actually released, some folks still aren't really getting the point. And uh, Tony, actually, you started up the... Uh, the, the discussion thread on our forums about why you aren't going to pre-order anything in 2015, which actually got me started on this idea. Um, and as much as I want to rant about certain things and other in in, um, excuse me instances in the industry, I think that would be kind of a disservice to folks that are actually that actually you know listen to this. So um, instead, what I'd like to do is separate out a little more a little bit more of a <laughs> a little bit more ranting this time around to get to what. I do in regards to purchasing video games and 2015 is shaping up to be a, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with these games, guys. Uh, <laughs> I mean, can you really get worse in 2014? I don't know. We'll see, right? Uh, <laughs> you know what? We said that about 2013 and the industry took that as a challenge. So yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, this this is basically my guide for how I buy video games. And this is hopefully something that will will help, you know, other people and you guys can chime in whenever. Um so this is my guide to buying video games in 2015. Number one, um, I don't pre-order. I haven't pre-ordered in a while. Um, <clears throat> from Call of Duty to Assassin's Creed to Battlefield to insert sports game here, I feel like the, the industry will kind of focus more resources, advertisements, and stuff like that on uh, on on getting your your interest, on getting you hooked and stuff like that, on trailers, on on good reviews. In terms of, you know, if I keep encouraging them to do so with my with my pre order, I feel like you know it means that they'll they'll focus that creative energy on those yearly releases that I mentioned instead of, um, you know, focusing that creative energy on fleshing stuff out. I mean, you know, we were all. I, we, yeah, I mean, I'm, I assume you guys have all heard about the the order 1860, 1886 by now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I say it, I say yeah. it wrong every other time I see it written or say it out loud too. So uh, I'm yeah, I, I, I keep getting it mixed up, and it might as well be called order the prologue uh, apparently because I've watched <laughs> I've watched the the story and the, and the gameplay and stuff like that, and it it really does feel like a prologue. Um, to a much better game that we won't see for a while if they made enough money from this one or critical acclaim was was there so you know it, it just it feels like that's kind of the that that's kind of the thing is that you know if we if we pre-order if we you know encourage them to continue doing that it, it will just keep happening but like for me if i just want to make sure that i let them know that you know i don't want the same stuff i don't want next gen gears gears of war with a new skin on it you know old timey gears of war basically <laughs> um, well quick timey yeah quick timey quick time yes quick timey and just I don't know. Would I mean you? You pick stuff up and then nothing happens. You you can just look at it basically. Well, you can flip the it, picture over too. I mean, oh, excuse if, me. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me with this innovation. I know. I know. <laughs> but it, I'll I'll give it this. It was pretty, but at the same time, that this is part of the reason why I don't pre-order is because it, you know we'll get those pretty games that really don't have much else it's like the kardashians or the hiltons yeah they're pretty but there's really not much else um so wow i usually get a oh my god that god. was awesome or something like that after that but i was gonna say at least with the actually with both of them you got a you got a sex tape out of it too so i mean i guess yeah. you know take that as you will but you got something a little more out of it than it looks it, but i all, guess they use their own in all seriousness i think we're past the point now where uh, pretty graphics are going to be enough to uh, 
to, to, to convince people a any longer. It, you know, I, I've heard time and again about Order 1886 being the most beautiful next-gen game yet, blah, 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 but it's not getting a pass on that basis, and I'm glad to hear it because in the past, that would have gotten a game a lot further, and I'm glad to see that it, it's not any longer. So Yeah, yeah. yeah and, that, and that goes for the the i guess <laughs> not only not only that but like if you if you really think about it i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of products out there where it feels like they were unfinished in terms of bugs anyway um you know some of these games will be released with game breaking bugs in them and you know it, they'll it seems like they're ignored until release and then they attempt to pat to patch them later um tony i don't know how much you've been playing this but the master chief collection uh, uh -huh. is that is that functional it, as it of... actually uh, i mean i want to actually i had it i had it on the website i actually <laughs> made a joke and i said mark this day uh it was sometime in february that this is when the master <laughs> chief collection actually released but yeah at some point in february uh, i was actually able to play lag free games the match actually getting into a game it was better but it was still a little you know troublesome at times but yeah i mean february so what that's almost that's five months, months i think yeah yeah so, I mean, that's that's insane, you know, and I, especially with a game like that, it's like you've, you know, the, all four of those games have already come out. It's re-release, essentially. So, you know, myself and for a lot of other people, a lot of us were looking forward to the multiplayer aspect of it. Yeah, I, I already had Halo 1 through 4. I have all those games sitting here, but, uh, you know, yeah, it's just that was a, a huge disappointment. Right. And especially if that's if that's something that, you know, you're looking forward to, uh, especially with Halo. I mean, I, you know, that's part of that's a big reason why I got into the series. That's a big reason why I got into Xbox was Halo and, you know, playing with other people. And the gameplay was was fun. I, I enjoyed the story. I, I'm a big sci fi guy. Um, so, you know, to, to see that it was just like, you know, that that's a big component of the game that didn't work at launch. You know, and, and not and not to mention uh, the the single player wasn't perfect either. I had some game breaking glitches that I haven't even seen in the other regular games. So yeah. I mean, it worked, but it wasn't perfect either. So. Was the Halo series before known for being riddled with game breaking bugs? Like, no, should you have known better? Or no, they were no. Bungie was always makes a very polished game. I mean, mm -hmm. even I'm sure we'll get onto this at some point, but Destiny was also a very well polished game. I mean, they they're known for making very polished games. So no, that that's never been the case. The the multiplayer maybe, but yeah, from a campaign's perspective, no. Hmm. And like even if there was there was an issue or something like that, I always attributed it to my internet connection. Like I couldn't mm -hmm. connect to a match or something like that. I always attributed it to my my poor service or something like that, not towards their ability to give me a great experience. Yeah. So so you know, um, this is also kind of what brings me into um, into the the next point. I don't buy season passes. Like pre-orders, buying a season pass means that I'm buying the DLC in advance without knowing anything about it. I mean, just if you're if you're thinking uh, if you're thinking about uh, you know recent uh, recent news and stuff like that, Tony, I believe you mentioned it earlier with uh, with Titanfall and stuff like that. Yes, it's a what is it a year after the game released, exactly. but I I still feel as though you know the now that the DLC is free, I, I feel like it's gonna piss some people off in terms of well I pre-ordered it and you know you guys made it so in, enticing and stuff like these are the gamer bros by the way. Um, 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Like, Come on, man, bro. I pledged allegiance to your company. You can get me a free or something like that. Uh, I don't know, but um, yeah, it's it's just it it kind of makes me wonder why you know they they push for you know for you to pre-order this stuff in the first place because you know I, I used to work at uh, at GameStop in 2011 and again in 2013. Not that, or I'm sorry, 2014. Not that you should hold that against me. Um, and I was pressured to to sell those season passes <laughs> as an attachment to various games and. I, I, they they sell it as if it's like buying a season of a television show or like a sports package for cable, but it's nothing like those things. See, when, when you get uh, when you get a season of a television show, you get twenty to twenty six episodes to watch at your leisure. When you buy a season pass at launch, you potentially have to wait six to eight months to get all the content that you paid twenty five bucks for right up front, and that is of course before they release the game of the year edition, or just make all the DLC yeah. free. Yes, yeah, or sometimes. Or sometimes decide that certain things aren't going to be in the season pass arbitrarily, yeah. which has happened. So, And this actually yeah. brings me to a question. <laughs> How long do you think this will be before they do that with Evolve, where they, you know, stop doing it and they stop doing all the DLC and selling it separately and just make all of it free because they're tired of it? Well, actually, uh, I thought they had said that the the maps, at least, the map packs were always going to be free. They did. They said that they were all they were big into not... Um, you know, fragmenting the the player base like you have in like your Call of Duties or Halos when new map packs come out and people that don't have it can't play. I think they said can't play that map. Right. I think they yeah. said that the map packs will be free, but if you want, yeah, I think like monsters and uh, skins and all that are uh, paid DLC in the future. So I, um, with that in mind, I, I don't know. I mean, it, there's all and there's also been that argument with Evolve is whether it should have been a, a free to play game from the start and all this stuff. You know, you kind of buy all this stuff to support it, kind of thing. But maybe that's a, a topic for another time but but the devs yeah, need I, to support their families yeah <laughs> <laughs> they've got to eat everyone they got to eat they're they're so poor please may i have some more <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's it's weird like you said is are we going to see this kind of continuing i don't know if you meant more of like the titanfall kind of thing which is that's kind of rare i don't think there's ever been a game like that that had paid dlc and then they said well now it's free and it's going to be free forever I don't think there's been any other game that's really done anything like that, uh, at least to my knowledge. But I definitely think things are going to change. I can't really say which way they're going to go. But for the consumer, I just I don't see it being a good thing really either way. So yeah. unless you're going to stick it out, yeah. like you said, and kind of gets back to your point of not pre-ordering and not buying DLC. Because one, if, if it doesn't go free like Titanfall, it's definitely going to go on sale at some point. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna cut it a percentage. They're gonna cut the main game um, for like mm -hmm. sales for for holidays. Um, uh, Steam does sales all the freaking time. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And in terms of you know, in terms of pre-ordering stuff like that, like there will never be a shortage um, of of games if that's what if that's what you folks are afraid of. I mean, with online ordering, Amazon, eBay, stuff like that, with digital purchases, you can buy the stuff right on your console now. There's hundreds of stores that sell video games, and by all means, skip GameStop if you can. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like I don't, I don't see any reason to 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 get any of the stuff in advance. I mean, unless you're like a diehard fan or something like that. Do you? It's your money. But I'm just not, I'm just not gonna do it anymore. I just don't feel like it's worth it. No, and I'm 100% with you. You know, if anyone knows, you know, I'm the hugest Halo fan in the world, and normally I would have loved to, you know, pre-ordered Halo Five, the ultimate, Halo 5, the ultimate yeah. Halo edition with the statue. That I'm pretty sure we still don't even know what the hell it is. We're just, we're just told. We're gonna get a statue, but I, I can't do it anymore because I did pre-order the Master Chief Collection. That'll probably be the last game I ever pre-order. Yep. Um, so yeah. Mm. 
Jeff, do you pre-order yeah. anything at all? I mean, how long has it been since? I mean, uh, like I, well, let me tell you, the last you you won't be surprised to hear the last game I pre-ordered was Mass Effect 3, and that's about all we need to say about that. <laughs> Uh, pr prior to that, I think it was one of the tribes games years ago, and the, and and while they weren't terrible, I just didn't, you know. I was like, why did I pre-order this? Like, I've I've <laughs> yeah, as much as I enjoyed the digital dog, I've never had a positive experience pre-ordering something. I never felt like it was worth it. I never was. I was never gullible enough to think that they were going to run out if I didn't, you know, lock one in. Um, hardware, maybe, but uh, software, forget it. Yeah. I, I, I just, it's, I, I don't think it's ever been worth it. I just think we're waking up to it now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Actually, you'd be, like I said, I, I used to work at GameStop. You'd be surprised at how many people would come in thinking, I, I need to get this in advance. I need to get this day one, and I need to pre-order it for the for the midnight that I'm going to stay, that I'm going to stop at the store at 6 o'clock for and wait all the way till midnight in my lawn chair for, yeah. oh my God, it, I, you know, people were, actually under the impression that if they didn't get it within the first 48 hours, if they didn't pre-order it and get it within the first 48 hours, which is what we had to tell them, um, that we just wouldn't have it. I mean, keep, keep in mind, like, we were in a mall with Walmart and Target, other stores that sold the same-ass game. Um, so, it, yeah, you know, yeah. it really didn't, it really didn't matter. Like, I knew that, I knew kind of truth and stuff like that, but it just, it felt so, so wrong to be like, yeah, you need to get this and stuff like that. So, break the, uh, you know, wipe that, uh, I guess that, um, that, that smudge from your eyes in terms of, like, you know, not wanting to see the truth and just wake up. It's, it's, it, they're available everywhere hmm. and if you want it they're gonna have yeah, a yeah <laughs> and if uh, maybe make a side point to this you know it's still related but you know lining up for games and pre-ordering just at face value i mean you want to say that's enthusiasm and that's great the people love you know video games and they love that like yeah that's great it's just the industry's gotten to a point where you know we've lost their trust at this point and yeah. you know and i think for the better of the industry and for all of us as consumers and gamers, it's just, we need to kind of dial back that enthusiasm a little bit, you know, as, yeah. as much as it kind of sucks, you know, but I, I, I can't imagine there hasn't been one person that doesn't, that hasn't felt wrong, you know, by pre-ordering. I, I can't imagine there's somebody that's like, Oh, Assassin's Creed unity. Yeah. It, you know, whatever. I'll give it the benefit of the, you know, <laughs> I just, I can't imagine there's somebody that doesn't it somewhat feel, you know, the points that we're trying to make. So yeah. again, yeah, the, the enthusiasm is great, but it's just not right now. You know, we not, <laughs> not up front. So we got Jeff. We got yours, which is Mass Effect Three, the the last game that you pre-ordered, which you kind of burned by. Uh, Tony, yours was the Master Chief Collection, uh -huh. um, which is kind of more recent. Uh, I have to go with one that <laughs> uh, I think the one that I stopped with was Mass Effect Three, where I where I stopped being like, okay, I really don't need to pre-order anymore. But the first one was Naughty Bear. It was. <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard of this, if you ever like played it, but I I, can't, I I came across it. This was before I worked at GameStop, and I was super excited because it seemed like it, it was going to be one of those. I guess it's a teddy bear that's murdering other teddy bears. How can that not be hilarious? <laughs> and this and this spoke and this spoke to you, and you felt.
out. You yeah, needed to get like, your hands I, on I it day one. Play it because it's it's it seemed like a fun ride. I I didn't know that it was T fourteen until I picked it up. Um, I thought it was gonna be like really violent and stuff like that. And the way that it was advertised, it looked like it was more of a horror thing than anything else with with like dark humor elements. Mm. And you get it and open it up, and it's just and you, I think for the pre order bonus there was some kind of skin that you could put on him. It's stupid. Um, but yeah, you you get to you get to play it and it was boring repetitive not funny and uh, jesus i'm glad that i'm glad that they let me return it and get my money back for it but still like i i wound up actually you know getting a better game which was um i put my money towards the the, the transformers uh war for cybertron now, that's a good series if you guys haven't tried that um but but yeah like the, you know that's that was kind of the first time that it was like what like why did i have to pre-order this it, <laughs> It wasn't what it said it was going to be, but uh, I dig- I digress. Do you remember um, when that was? This was chance? 2010. Wow, okay. 2010, the land where Darksiders and, and Army of Two 40... 40 <laughs> um, so... In terms of uh, what I had, uh, what I had mentioned before was uh, Game of the Year editions. Now we had, now Mass Effect has come up um, in terms of uh, in terms of pre-orders and stuff like that. But in terms of DLC from like the season pass or just DLC that comes out as the as the you know after you know the game has been released and you know it comes out on a schedule, I guess um, <clears throat> the DLC from the season passes that they want you to pay for in advance will most likely be in that Game of the Year edition the following year. Um, and again, Mass Effect, um, but this one is for Mass. Effect 2, uh, EA decided to yeah. poorly port the game to the PS3 and probably to make more money off its mainstream success. But, you know, what really ground my gears about that is that instead of making PS3 players pay for the DLC, Mass 2 came with all the DLC that had been released up to that point. It was pressed to the disc for free. <laughs> and they wonder why, you know, fans hmm. were a, a little more than perturbed about that, you know, and so, you know, when you get to games like, uh, say, I don't know, Batman Arkham, Arkham City, which was released in 2011, um, you know, the, it, was, it was a great game. It had some great DLC to it. Uh, Catwoman notwithstanding, you could probably, you know, they tried to make you pay for it new and stuff like that and, you know, in order to get the code in the box. But the Game of the Year edition was released close to six months later. All the DLC, Catwoman, Robin, Nightwing, all that stuff was included. Um, the, the DLC... DLC itself was, I guess, I don't know, over $20 worth of content, and the Game of the Year edition itself was about 40 bucks. So combine that with, you know, you you're you, you guys are getting the point. Like it's it's kind of it's I don't I don't understand yeah. why it's you need to pre-order the season pass if six months later they'll have it for free and have the game be 20 bucks off anyway. You know, so it. it <laughs> it's this this is one of those I think kind of touchy things um, because I think there again there was a point in time where we felt okay with uh, purchasing like let's take Mass Effect like when they had their you know obviously that was a very or that was at that at that point it was only a single player game yeah uh, and it was yeah. and the the DLCs were for the most part they're really more like expansions and I think a lot of people felt okay with paying for that nowadays you see what you know a lot of things are just you're getting new maps and new game modes things that you feel like almost should have been in the game from launch or even you know hell when gears of war came out every 
every map pack they came out with was free. You know, you know. Um, yeah. I think just times have, have changed in that matter. Um, I, I can't really think of any recent games, single player games that have come out that have like more expansions that are worth it. But you, you know, it's like yeah, you're gonna get all the maps and all this stuff and the game modes and the robotic dogs when the, the game of the year edition comes out in a couple months. You know, it's it's just not worth it. Anymore. <laughs> Damn robotic dogs. <laughs> Oh man, so it, yeah, it, if I'm, you know what, if I'm gonna go back to to Batman for a little bit, um, the the upcoming release Arkham Knight with all the pre-order bonuses, um, I, I totally want this game, but with all of the pre-order bonuses, first I'd have to pre-order the game to get the Harley, to Harley the Harley Quinn uh, uh, pack or whatever to play as her. I'd have to pre-order it at yeah. GameStop to get the Red Hood pack because that's GameStop exclusive, and I'd have hmm. to pre-order it for the PS4 in order to get the Scarecrow thing. Um, so that's so that that's basically three things that I have to do, three hoops that I have to jump through to get all the bonuses that come with the game. That, I mean, yeah, while they're expansions, uh, you know, call them enriching the experience, I guess. But um, it's gonna, it's I feel like there's gonna be a potential game of the year edition at least six months, six to eight months later, and I'm gonna feel like an asshole because like, the game itself is 60 bucks. Then you've got these DLC packs that if you didn't pre-order, you can't get until the game of the year edition anyway. So, and I'm sure I, I the mean, game of the year edition will also have all the other Arkham games in it too. So, oh know, my god, they're gonna remaster it. You know, you know what's gonna happen. 3D capability, 4K <laughs> resolution. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it, it just, I mean, doesn't, maybe it's just me, and like you said, Tony, the times have changed and stuff like that, but doesn't it just make more sense to, to wait for the all-inclusive package? Absolutely. Just, you know, even wait the, well, what did you said six months, right? Like, wait four to six months, and you're, you're going to be rewarded at the very least with a lower sticker price, and possibly with some free DLC, so it really can't hurt. I don't know. That that's you know, it just se- it just seems like it, it makes a little bit more sense and I've been burned enough. We've all been burned enough to know that, you know, it's 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 better just to kinda like hold on to your money, maybe I don't know, buy your girlfriend some dinner or something like that. I don't know. Um, you know, for sixty bucks at least you'll you'll get something afterwards. Um, so <laughs> if you if we're moving right along, I guess the number four thing to do is w- would be to not necessarily buy games on launch day as well as, you know, don't pre order, you know, don't get the season pass and stuff like that um if you're going to get the game when it comes out i'd say wait a week at least a week um at minimum you know games aren't a necessity they're entertainment there's there's no reason to wait in the like we said earlier in the cold late at night for a plastic box and a laser disc with some highly complex lines of code burned into it uh, again I, i've worked at gamestop and i've seen I've, I've seen some of those popular releases where people will line up i mean so one guy you know if we gave him the game a day early he brought us pizza for the midnights like he worked at pizza hut and he would bring like 30 pizzas for everybody um another <laughs> <laughs> guy brought us coffee because he worked at Dunkin' Donuts and he brought us like two, two, three things of coffee in the winter um, with some munchkins. So like, you know, yeah, we, we take care of our customers and stuff like that and they take care of us, but that not that's not GameStop's mandate. That was us doing that. And the customers were looking out for us. But, you know, they, these these people, they'll line up down, down the block to 
to you know to get this to get this game and it's it's ridiculous but but what i was saying was that you know if you wait a week um by then user comments will have poured in about the game you'll hear about all the bugs and stuff like that gaming news sites will cover it youtubers will have talked about it you'll see a bunch of gameplay on youtube and without the hype of the trailer or developer footage bugs will have been reported again you know so it hopefully some if not all of the bugs will have been fixed so i, I just I, I i tend to focus on amazon and metacritic in terms of like user reviews and stuff like that plenty of objective reviews these people aren't really getting paid they aren't earning a paycheck it just it, the longer you wait the more money the whole uh, i'm sorry the more um the more you break the hold the industry has over you you, you break the knee yeah. to fall into the hype I, I don't know if that if i just if i just went off the rails there like but you know feel free well, you're, to, you know, you're also you're also less likely to be spending the first couple of weeks not being able to play the game because of some potentially you know game breaking Bug. Right. Uh, and it happens way too like you know why buy it day one if you're barely able to play it for the first two two weeks anyway and there was a time when that wouldn't have been that big a concern these days it's 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 almost like clockwork there's going to be a big release a, a, you know re released a couple times a year that is so bad that you know for the first couple of weeks all you hear is i can't even play this i can't even review it you know uh why why risk being uh you know one of those people affected by yeah, that uh, even the week is is better than you know yeah i would day say one. a week though sometimes in the event of master chief collection and assassin's creed a week isn't even enough sometimes you know so just keep you know <laughs> you know keep your ears to the ground about this kind of stuff definitely yeah i i won't i don't think i'll ever you know pre-ordering is one thing that i'll never do and picking the game up on launch day i highly doubt i'll ever do that again either so no completely agree yeah, you know, keep your ear to the ground, like you said. I like that. Um, it's been a great ride with you guys, and I think that um, one of the one of the good things that you know is is come out of us talking about it. I'm hoping that people are taking something away from this. However, there's one more thing that kind of like ties all of this stuff together. So, number five, have patience, <laughs> people. You're not children. If you can't control yourself, it's proof that you're you're a slave to the hype. <laughs> not only that. You're not just a part of the problem, but you are the problem. This whole thing is about just, you know, our standards and stuff like that. But that's the thing. We're customers. We have standards. You don't want to eat at Olive Garden as opposed to Buffalo Wild Wings. That's your choice. But maybe that should be something each gamer creates for themselves is some form of standards. This way you won't form that embarrassing mob mentality when the gaming industry comes out out of the woodwork with something like DRM. I mean, it wouldn't work anyway. Yeah. No, no, Not everyone has functioning internet but the frothing fanboys came out in droves and then cheered when Sony didn't fuck them as hard I have to say I'm I was one of them that was like oh my god Xbox is gonna it's, it's gonna take away our privacy and connect is gonna be watching us and DRM oh my god and then I was you know watching that E3 and was like oh my god Sony yes <laughs> so not to say that there wasn't some good that came from it but yeah, yeah. I, I see the point you're getting at right I mean we wanted to make sure all that DR you know if, if the Xbox wanted launched as is I'd and if the PS4 had followed suit, hell, look at their their networks aren't even stable. So what if you did, you know, you needed that online connection all the time? Well, yeah, okay, now I I got this great internet connection and your servers are down, so I can't I can't even play the disc based game that I have now. So 
there was some good, but yeah, your overall point, yeah, I, I know what you mean, and I definitely agree. Yeah, I mean, and look, I, I'll discuss this when I I'm, I'm making a I'm making a little series of, about you know E3 and and uh, what I expect to see. But Microsoft has done a lot of backtracking and stuff like that. But like you said, there's you know that that wouldn't have happened if if people hadn't said something. But this, but at the same time, we need to break that hold. We need to break that hold over over uh, over us that the industry seems to have. I mean, gaming media, they're they're the cheerleaders and the the stories that they write are advertisements because they get paid to do it. You know, the, I'm, I'm not saying don't buy. Games. I'm saying don't buy games for the reasons the gaming media and the industry want you to. Be a smart consumer. Be yeah. Be skeptical. Be patient. Yes. Make your own thoughts and stop tripping over your own dicks to give your money away so easily. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's pretty much all I had for for my for my uh, for my little guide. There's five points. Just you know, don't I don't pre-order. I don't buy season passes. I don't. I wait. I try to wait for the game of the year edition as much as possible. Um, don't pick up games at launch. Wait a week. Uh, read the reviews and stuff like that, and have patience. You know where. We're all, you know, playing into, you know, what goes on. So how about we initiate some type of control over ourselves? So that's my thing. Um, thanks so much for, you know, letting me take over a point streak for a bit. And thanks. No thanks problem. Thanks for joining me. Uh, Tony, Jeff, you guys were awesome. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I think it, it's it'll be very interesting to see, as I said off the start, uh, if your points, if your list gets shorter, longer, uh, considerably different but yeah i i doubt the whole world's gonna get fixed in 12 months to be honest i i doubt it um no but yeah and if you're you know if you're feeling burned and maybe you feel inspired to maybe be a little bit more wise with your money and your choices i mean hell i'm sure most of us have backlogs of games we need to start working on so hell this is probably a good oh. year to start getting working on that and you can buy all those games you wanted this year next year probably half off not even a quarter of price what they are now and with all the dlc so just my I, I got enough. I got enough to last me through the end of the year. <laughs> <With> a, <laughs> I don't know about you guys. It's getting out of control. Um, but yeah, you even get to skip some of the games that aren't worthwhile if you know focus on the games you have and you know whittle that backlog down a little bit. I mean, I've got three consoles that have games, and I don't think I'm gonna upgrade at any time soon unless I get you know on C or something. But um, but yeah, so. That's 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 it, guys. Let's 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 have a good year. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks for that, Vernon. Um, I was gonna make an old school recommendation, but Tony spoiled it. Uh, I was gonna recommend Oddworld, uh, Abe's Odyssey, but he already mentioned it, so whatever. <laughs> uh, it was originally on the PlayStation, and I played it on DOS. That's how long ago I oh, played wow. it. But uh, yeah, that. yeah, the new and tasty is worth looking at. As as somebody who is a fan of the original game, it looks. Uh, it looks worthwhile. Um, uh, it, that was a late 2014 release. Uh, yeah, was I believe it. it uh... No, actually, I think it just came out this in, within the past couple of months. I'm not sure, but yeah. yeah I think oh, okay. Just really... Yeah, yeah, cool. It'll be interesting to see whether they do the uh, subsequent games that with the, the you know the same sort of um, follow up. Well, it remains to be seen. All right. Uh, well, thanks again, Vernon and Tony, and uh, thanks again to our listeners, and join us again next time on another edition of Point Streak. Thank you, guys. See ya.